Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Main Street Prowlers. Um, can you guys believe it's actually one of the last three episodes that we have for this season? Yeah, I know. It's been, it's, been a, it's been a wild ride, I'm not going to lie. It's been a wild, wonderful ride. Exactly. It was, wild, it was a fun, wild ride, that's for sure. And that can be said for this weekend as well. <laughs> Crazy. Oh yeah, but um, that's uh. Let, let, let's let's start off with this. Um, let's start off with what's what's answer the main question. Where have we been at for the last few weeks? Uh, let's say that we all had to uh, uh self quarantine because you know it it becomes one of those ordeals that way of life that transpires uh, during this day and age. Um, you know, it, it's it's not it's not it's not one of the greatest things the world do, but it was made so we can um, be healthy and come back exactly. to you guys. Um, granted, I didn't. Granted, we didn't want to, but we deemed it necessary, and we apologize for that fact. But but you know, one of the things that we had to do, and we were just a couple of us were just waking up to even. Think about it either. So exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, we, you know, some, you know, it boils down to, um, basically, I remember saying something over the, over the last time about being safe, being sane, being sanitary, and we followed the three S's like <laughs> we should, and yeah. you know, it, it it came to a factor that yes, it hit all of us differently and accordingly. And um, we had to do what we had to do. Now, we, now we come back to you guys. Um, definitely a lot better. Yeah, much better, much better. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> 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 um, since the last episode, I know Dan and I have both gotten our first doses. I don't know about you. No, I've had. A, I did. Ron, Ron got his first book dose. Myself, I was um, diagnosed with it, unfortunately. I, no, I, I was diagnosed with it, and I had an antibody treatment. So therefore, I have to wait another 70 plus days. Yeah. So it's going to be a while before I can even make yeah. talking about yeah. the first dose. Yep, I got my first dose before I, um, you even got diagnosed with yours. I got my first dose... Uh, the 20, 21st of last month. Wow, is that that long? Yeah. yeah, I go to the 22nd to get my second dose. Oh. Yeah, I got it. mine on the 7th. Yeah, I go, I go this month to get my second dose, so. Um, I got mine on the 7th, too. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Hey. <laughs> I go back on the 28th myself for the second one. So. Mine's on the 6th of next month. So, so, so basically what we're saying is that uh, we're not scientists. We're still asking for the three S's, being safe, being sane, and being sanitary, and hopefully we get through this a lot better. And a lot of ways, a lot smarter. Now, and it'll give us a full capacity uh, arena next year. Right, most definitely. But now, now, that, now that the case of business is being taken, been taken care of, let's talk hockey. <laughs> hockey, hockey, hockey. Oh. Let's, talk, right. let's talk about this week. Let's talk about especially this week. This week uh, let's talk about especially this week with the Prowlers last home week of 
the season, this nice little short but pleasant season that we were so very fortunate to have. Uh, I'll take 20 plus games over nothing. So it's... <laughs> yeah, I, I got to admit, it was, it hot, for me, it was a, a, a blessing in disguise. Yes. A much heated breather from what was going on in the world. Yes. Um, much heated, much heated fighting that is, um, that, that was very much anticipated. Um, yeah, hi Laura. Oh, hi Laura. Um, it it was it was much it was much needed to where we um we um got a chance to go out and see some games, um, experience the team how it was. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. how they are not not past his present tense. Um, seen a shout out, which was very well deserved. Yes. Yeah. Um, talk about all that was an amazing game. Uh, um, I mean, it was it was. What what else can I describe about these last four games, and what else can I describe about the season as a whole at the moment? Because it's it's it's. They played their hearts out. Yes, the team that we had definitely played their hearts out, definitely. And I I I want to be first guy to say. That I appreciate. Uh, first of all, let's start. Let's start with I appreciate the Port Huron Fathers as a whole, as organization mm -hmm. whole, for having to come together this season the way they did and play the way they played. I mm -hmm. appreciate that with them. The second thing I want to say is that I appreciate uh, what Columbus did during um, during last week when they were down there um, mm -hmm. for the uh, Auti Autism Awareness Weekend. That was a very classy move by Scott Brandon's boys. Um, yes. I also, thirdly, I want to say that um, big ups once again, and I will talk about it in, in more a more um, detail. Kurt Gutty, besides the one game in Elmira on Tuesday, that man has been, or I should say that kid, because I don't think he's 21 yet, has been stellar in between the pipes. All the way through. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be in the position we are. He is. He's definitely. I mean, I'm not definitely a really, really good goalie. Yeah. So, wow. How are you guys doing tonight? Surviving. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. First time. First, you know, three to four of us are running. Well, run three of three of the four. I'm home. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Forget about Rob. <laughs> you, know, you know. You know. If it's, if it's not one thing, it's another thing that transpired with us. Um, at one point, at one point, when we came back. We figured we all would come back, but unfortunately, once again, <laughs> science prevails. Right. <laughs> and that's what she, science, science, science has a way of prevailing yet again. <laughs> but it goes how it goes. But okay. But I have to say this. Oh, one more thing. I got to think. I got to think. The fans. I have to I have to truly thank the fans, especially here in Port Huron. Especially here in Port Huron. And for anybody who made the travel here to watch your team play. Um it is very appreciative for y'all guys to come up and watch great hockey in action. Um, um and yeah, yeah, we'll be looking forward to it too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, it, it it's 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 wonderful to at least have four got you know four teams playing. Next year we will have. Uh, next year we will have. <coughs> Hopefully nine. everybody back. Yes. <laughs> How many teams we got now? Ten, eleven. Nine. Nine. That's if Bloomington actually is off the ground. Yes. Bloomington will get off the ground. Bloomington will definitely get off the ground, and they will run. Probably right. close to. Yes. Um, Speaking of Bloomington, they actually have a commercial here. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess it's also depending what happens to Danville fully. Because there are still talks of them moving to a different city. Um, so they're not fully out just yet. And you know Barry wants to keep Hockey, well, he yeah. wants to keep any hockey going. He wants to keep as many teams going as he can. Exactly, but especially you know, Danville because that was his brainchild. Yeah, that was his original so. team. And uh, yeah. th- that was sad the way to how Danville was did though. Exactly. How they were did. I mean, granted, you know, you do you do wanna you do wanna uh, update it, you know, a bigger league, and I understand that. I get that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. However, to make the city of Danville. Well, basically, I'm sorry. The citizens, the population of Danville, who love their dashers, choose choose from their from their beloved dashers to a to a Southern Professional Hockey League team, and I mean that that was a hard. That's hard for them. That's real hard for them. And not only do they have, we're fighting against SPHL, they're also fighting against the NHL, who a lot of poor Huron people. Recognized from the Fighting Falcons era. And they didn't have much of a chance, but they were fighting against two other entities. And it was, I do that to a team that has been successful so far. Yeah, and I, and I, will, I, I, will, agree to, I will agree to uh, the, it, the, the NAHL, you know, being successful in some cities, and I will agree to that. Unfortunately, though, here, when it happened here, I think it truly got a lot of people's nerves. And you know the reason behind there's, there's a reason behind the ice hawks aren't here anymore. I get that, but I think it re- really pulled away the fan base for that. Right. So I can't really go on and say that it it, it wasn't great, but it was. I, I gotta admit, the first season of the Fighting Falcons to me wasn't all that great. But again, it was one of the situations where like. Uh, the bees, you put a team together in two to three weeks with no no practice, just going right from putting the team together to playing. Right. Yeah, I, I understand that. That's one thing. That's one thing I do understand. However, like I said, for me, I didn't go watch the Fighting Falcons first. I did. I was there. But you know, I, I sat there for every game that they won, <laughs> a few that they won, every game they lost except for one when they were down like twelve to nothing. I I walked out on that game, grant you, but. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I remember that game. Twelve, twelve to nothing. One. <laughs> there was constant 12, 15 to nothing game. That was it, sad to watch, but uh, at least they gave you entertainment with the fight. So, they, but that and they yeah. played. They played hard. Yes, they those did. kids played hard. They really yeah. did. And the next season was even was even better for them. Exactly. But I admit now, I wasn't big on junior hockey then either, like I am now. 
you know, I'm real big. I'm better on it now than I was. The, like I tell everybody, the part I like about the low league, like what we have here, and what I like about the junior, these guys play. These guys play with a lot more heart because they want to try to get to the SPHL or something. They don't want. They want to get into the higher leagues to, to play hockey, and a lot of them play with for the love of the game. Still, it's not the money; it's the love of the game. Exactly, and, and that's what makes it so special. You know, that's the one thing I had to learn to embrace because I didn't embrace it at first. Yeah. I didn't embrace. It, I didn't embrace it at all. Oh, yeah, yes, we have. Matter of fact, to answer your question, Laura, we've actually talked to him. Yeah. He is doing very well. He was okay. We have talked to him. We we he actually sat by us for Saturday's game. Yep. Um, he is doing very well. Yes, he, he is. He's on his own too. He's he's on, he's on concussion protocol yep. at the moment. As soon as he goes home, he's got to see the doctor. So here's hoping that um he he should be, now if he passes concussion protocol, there's a good chance he'll play in the playoffs. Right, but he said if he fails it, he won't be playing anymore this year. Right. He'll be done for the year. He's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm real. Especially yes. this, that, that, uh, I'll get into that one later, too. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, we... Also, big shout out to the point here on the EMS and the fire crew showing up. Well, and everybody that helped him on the ice. Right. So right. Joe Pace, big, you know, yeah. immediately going to help um, support his head and everything. You know, um, his teammates that actually went down on the ice to help. You know, if it wasn't for them, he'd probably be worse condition. He probably would. Yeah. You know, with not with the, out the fast response that everybody did, he'd probably be majorly injured. Mm. That's right. And that's right. There is uh, hockey family. Yes. yes. <coughs> no matter who you're yep. from, you gotta take care of the others. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You don't want nobody majorly hurt. You know, it's not. That's not what we're we're about. It's not what the team's about. You know, he wants like to see you guys play so we can pick on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so we can play the jackass. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, honestly, that was that was sport, sportsmanship at its finest. Yes, it was. Both teams came out, supported the fallen player. The whole you know, the whole fan base came. And out I'm gonna give it to both coaches, Mafus and Pace, and everything. Everybody kept their cool when it happened. Mm. You know, nothing got out of control. Everybody kept their cool. You know, we worked, they worked together to get him secured and taken care of. They exactly. did. But the you know, great, but, shout out to everybody on right. that. But you know, there's still a hockey game to be played after yes. that happened too. So, there's that, still seven minutes and 23 seconds after that game to be played. Yeah. So props to both teams to continuing the game as well. Props to, big props, to, and I'm, you not going to hear me say this often. Big props to the Elmira commentator. Also, as well, yeah, get, 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 getting the news out there and telling the fans what's going on. Um, not trying to hurry the seat on YouTube yeah. at that. You know, you know. I was asked because I usually do pictures every night and I post them. Um, and this weekend I didn't take my camera because I wanted to enjoy the games. It's the last weekend of the home games, mm. even if I would have, and I'm gonna tell you right now, even if I would have pictures of that, they would not have been posted, exactly. they right. would not have got put up right. on the Facebook. Because that's not where, what I'm about. That's right. not what my group's yeah. about. Right. It's also uh, it's also major respect to the family also as well. Major. Laura said your team was also right there beside him and was concerned. Yes. 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 Everybody, everybody in that whole arena was concerned. It, you could hear a 
skin drop in that arena when that happened. No, everybody was. I was there that night. Everybody was. Why? <laughs> shoot. You want to find he didn't want to hate that? There you go. That's exactly what that's transpired with that. Yeah. But yeah, that's another man. That's the one thing about hockey is ups and downs, highs and lows, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the major part of that is that it's hockey. It's yeah. hockey like any sport. You you can be seriously injured. That could be that could have been a career ending injury. Yeah. Grateful it wasn't though. Exactly. Yes. Grateful it wasn't. Grateful. Oh, another thing. Big ups to the folks for here on hospital. Um, who where he was, you know, treated and released, and they did they did a marvelous job of making sure he was comfortable, you know, run doing things they had to do for him too as well, you know, anybody who works there, no, you automatically gonna get certain scans going on, make you know you're going you, you it's basically basically what you do during a, you know, test for head injuries on it, mm-hmm. certain scans they run and do, um. So big ups to them as well. Exactly. You know, he didn't have to get transported to down to DMC Detroit Medical Center. He did all here in house, and he was able to get come back, stand up, walk up, get food, walk up them nice little stairs, and have a seat yeah. and enjoy the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to play. I, what, like, yeah. Like, that, like, that, that's that's he wanted to play. When he came down <laughs> from like like you said, he was sitting up behind us. When he come down the one time, he kind of tapped me. He said, Man, this really sucks. I feel I feel like I'm letting the team down. I want to play. Right. He really wanted to play that night. He but he just yeah. couldn't. But that's so. but that's, that's what all athletes do. Yes. Especially in, in Jackson. Man, I need to get like, like me. I want to get on that court and go. I got to help my team out. You know? Yeah. I want to get out there and make the game win the shot. Make my team proud. Contribute. Yeah, you know, he never thinks he can do it, but yeah. But he understood that the best way he can contribute to his team right now is to be the fan and getting better. Be the fan, cheer him on. You know, even though it's really hard to do. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, you're it. It it is hard to do, um, because especially right now, when even for fans, Mm. you know, since everybody the arena is limited on fans, it's hard to get your home team fans, your Mm. home fans, into the uh, a white team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's arena. You know, when you're on the road, you can't get that many. And that's, um, I'm glad Elmira up for the last few games they have hosted. They've been able to get fans in their arena, too. Yes, well. yes. I'm, and that's it's nice. especially 20% now. Yeah. Hey. That's a good thing, so. Yeah. Enjoy. Bob, before we go to break here, we are at Great Lakes Gaming in Port Huron, 1632 Michigan Road. Um, we have a limited shop right now, but still go over to uh, MainStreetProllers.com, see what we still have right now. Um, we, we want to support you guys, so tell us what we, what you want to hear, what you want to see from us. Um, and also, come up and we'll talk to you, no matter where you see us, because we love our community, so... I'll come here to Great Lakes Gaming, support them, see us here, um, glgshop.com. They have been amazing, and I do have to give props to them because they're, one of their owners just came back from a stroke. So Ron had a mini stroke, and I give him props for fighting and coming back. So um, they can talk about injuries. Well, injuries. This guy is strong as hell, just like Rue is. So, (laughs) 
I'm glad that Ruiz and Ron are both getting better. Can we call this week the health week? That's a deck of Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Great Lakes Gaming is just a step away for all of your cards and gaming needs. We have it all from Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering to video game tournaments like Street Fighter and Smash. Are you interested in D&D? Well, we got you covered there as well. Join us down the road on Michigan Road, just between Dove and Griswold Street and Port Huron for a whole lot of fun. We have a welcoming environment that is COVID safe and is cleaned regularly. It's Crystal from the Port Heron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. Oh, not really. I got to be all elite wrestling tomorrow, guys. You're on wrestling. I can't believe I let myself get caught. Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly used to be called One News Weekly. Well, now it's season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. 
we're gonna give you more real life situations to react to these news stories and how you can love thy neighbor more and i'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent kelly that's me hey wherever you're listening to uh whether it be spotify apple podcasts whatever whatever platform it's your fancy just make sure you give us a subscribe and a follow and a share and whatever else you want to do make sure that you tell your friends about us and i hope you enjoy for the future episodes Stat-wise, 
Gutting only had one bad game. Mm -hmm. And that was Tuesday night. 7-1 loss to uh, Elmira. That was his only bad game. And I say this because, you know, goalies here in the Federal Prospects Hockey League usually have like five to six um, goals against averages against them throughout the whole entire year. Um, I should have pulled this up while we were doing this, and I apologize in advance. Um, yeah, I know. I'm horrible. Thank you. Thank You're you fired. Very, <laughs> thank you very much. This is uh, this will only take a minute, though. His goals against average for the whole season as of today is 3.78 with a save percentage of about 91%. And that is 17 games played. With six wins, six losses, and six O I mean two O T losses. That is NHL caliber. Mm -hmm. well, Laura, yeah, I we I think we would love to make the trip, but um financially if we can do it, we'll we would love to. We we we, we, we it might be it might transpire. Mm -hmm. We might we might so, yeah, we, 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 we can, can see what we, we can do. We can we can pull funds together and yep. go with it, you know. Come out. I, I've always wanted to see Prince Arena anyway. Consider the fact I work for a company that uh, sponsors. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? Would they let us, if we rented a bus, could, would they let you drive it through this? Um, <laughs> or or no. we ask for a bus? Um, How would that work? Uh, well, let's see. Since you're a bus driver. <laughs> okay, I have to talk with my management on that one. Uh... Let's see how that will go. Because it goes through a um, transportation company first. It goes through that first. And then there's other factors that goes into it. Because in effect, it is a union thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> if I do it, it has to be... That's all. We'll get to that. We'll get that later. We'll get that later. <laughs> but yeah, we'd love to come out and maybe, maybe Laura. <laughs> but anyways... Um, um, but yeah, this gutting so far, that's, that's NHL caliber numbers. Yes. That's just only for 17 games. And we usually play what, 34, 35? We usually play 56. Okay, but okay. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I got the numbers off. Yeah. I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's <laughs> NHL caliber numbers. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, truthfully, um, yeah, I think that, um, I think that, it will go far. I, I, it, don't get me wrong. It'd be a sad shame to see him go. I'm not gonna lie. Cause I know. Listen, as much I know he wants to stay here, and I wish him to stay here. You know, I wish him to stay here, and I want to. I want him to stay here. I know that's probably not gonna be possible. He will move up to the ranks really fast. But I just want to say in advance, he's done a phenomenal job this year. I want to say that because he's, he's, man, I can't talk too much about him. And I'm not. Give him all the praise. All right. We got to do one thing real quick. What's that? Skiba. 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 Skiba needs to come back. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I, I got to give, I got to give him props. I got to give yes. him props. I have to. It's the only way that I can show my own person and I wrote in the post, I told him like, man, a beast between the pipes. Congratulations, he deserved he deserved that shit out. Every way, shape, and the form. He's been selling all season. 
Now, granted, Herman Riddell, three games against Columbus left, and I'm sure he'll play at least two or three. But, you know, before anything just transpired, I just wanted to know, if you do decide to leave and decide to go in the upper ranks, you deserve every, everything you yes. got going on for you. Yes. And I hope I read, I want to read you in the paper when my Detroit News and Detroit Free Press from my Times Herald and look at look and see that you made the Sandy Cup final just like another guy who's won 11 games in a row, mm. Jack Campbell. God. Yeah. I remember playing with that guy in Youth League as well. He never wanted to be a goalie, which is funny. <laughs> but the funny part is he, he, he's, he, he's been stellar too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's think we have goalies in this area. May either play for mm-hmm. or have played here in general that are stellar. Exactly. Yeah. And for anybody out there who doesn't think that we're here on the hockey town, oh, we've, we've gotten to, um, to, uh, I, okay, I'm gonna use this mainstream because that kind of fits more to modernize to to um to um basketball needs. These kids out here still play hockey, mm-hmm. and not to mention another thing I gotta do also is that um for the um for here on Northern Huskies, they won the regional. You know they won their regional while we were away too, so. Mm-hmm. Big ups to them as well. <laughs> Stop all this mess. I mean, <laughs> what mess am I starting? I'm not, I'm not doing no mess. What you talking about? I don't do no mess. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> um, okay. That's how I got to do it. He's starting all the Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I got I to gotta give props to where it goes. Yeah. I have to give props to where it is. And I have to. One person I'm surprised that has not been called up though is Troy Passingham. He will, but maybe it's his choice to say two as well. You're right. You know, yeah, because they don't have to go when exactly. it's called. It's their choice. But it's just know, like, but, uh, um, that guy. He is. he he is definitely good in the, bo- the penalty box or not penalty box for the goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! I, I mean, not unless you get unless you get. Hey, unless you get a game misconduct, it's, that's when it said about me and you guys. You just had a smart remark. Okay, you got to remind which smart remark you just. Oh no, the smart no. I'm talking about coming up there. Is that what you're talking about? About us coming up there. Um, the smart remark. If you're talking about that, the smart remark was I worked for. Um, I'm doing very well. I'm doing better. I feel, I'm still. I'm 90% right now. 91, 92% right now. Um, if you're talking about the smart remark, I work for. I work for the company that First Arena, First Arena is named for. Um, I work for First Student, which is uh, which is uh, which is a sub company of First Group of America, which mm-hmm. actually runs First Arena. So I got asked, "Can we take a bus up there?" Um, <laughs> So, Which it was a legitimate question. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, should I, can I drive a bus? And I, I gotta go to the. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that's the, that was a remark because I have a you know I work for a union shop, so we're, we're unionized bus drivers through Teamsters. So yeah, I gotta go through the proper protocols and all that. So smart remark was I'll get back to you in a little bit for that. Because truthfully, I don't even know exactly if if. Uh, 
we can even get a bus from there. Consider the fact I'm right down the road from where I work at. Honestly, I'm right down the road. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can literally walk there from here. <laughs> Granted, there's no sidewalks on this road, but yeah, I can still walk there from here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't because they run you over on these roads. Yeah, I, I, I take my chance on Michigan and dub any day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Laura, the, um, but that's the thing is, though, that he has a deep connection with your arena. Yeah, so. I've been working for First Student for nine years. Matter of fact, my ninth year anniversary was three days ago. <laughs> um, granted, granted, it was also the first day we were off from school going back to work, through, but that's a whole other story right, right. now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing was, we were joking about, you know, that's the whole thing about that one. Because I work for the company, I can actually think, I can actually make real smarter remarks about the company I work for. I'd rather not, though. I love my job. <laughs> I love what I do. <laughs> there might be somebody on this podcast, too. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. There might be somebody on this podcast who actually works for that company. Ted Hunter was like, um, what, what, like Mr. Burns the Smithers. What's that guy's name? Um, he's Homer Simpson, sir. Simpson, hey. Mm. We need to go have a chat with this Simpson and his family. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, hopefully we can all get together, take that nice little drive, which will be lovely, eight mm. hours. And, um, and um, make the trip. And I would, uh, yes, I would love to come there. And just before we learn, though, when we get there, we are cheering on our poor Huron prowlers. Uh, nothing against you guys. Nothing against you, but we are, we, we are, we, we are born and bred poor Huron prowler fans. Mm. So therefore, we'll be cheering on our poor Huron prowlers. Yeah. So. And I'm glad to be doing much better. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I. <laughs> I've got to be up, moving and running, not mm. gonna lie, and doing this. You know? Yes, I'm glad that we're <laughs> able to do this again. Yes, uh-huh. I, 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 that's another thing I can say, truly say, and I know we're supposed to go back to hockey, but I'm not gonna sit here and put no punches. This is therapy. This yeah. is a relaxing therapy. You know, mm. I don't know about you guys, but for me, um, it. We, we we don't have as you can tell there's only three of us right now, Laura, because um another there's supposed to be the goal was to do it today and anybody get it done today, but unfortunately we're we we are we are we are short one because of the situation that I went through, the situation that Chris went through and mm. you know, so we are we are short one now. Yeah. Um Come on now. Come it's on. always a back and forth between us. So. <laughs> Come on now, prepare. <laughs> There's <Don't>. no preparing. <laughs> on both sides, there is no preparing for what's to come. <laughs> my thing is, it, the poor Heron and Elmira, that's a, that's a rivalry. Yeah, it goes back. Yeah, that, to, that's going to go back and forth pretty much no matter what. you know. Especially um, if you go back to the UHL games where it goes back to 2001. Almira came into UHL. Yeah, that's it's back to the broadcast days where it, it, it was, was always back and forth. It, it was it was it got as bad as almost as bad as the Point Your versus Flint series. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> you have to admit that was 
pretty good series. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, every time they met, they fought. Yeah. No matter what arena um, was in. Yeah. yeah. The the port. I wouldn't. I don't. That's what I was gonna say. I don't think I compare them to the Port here in the Flint series. It's almost there. That though. one there. Yeah. I have issues with the Flint generals, yeah. and I'll let myself because what was said to my kids when we went there. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The Flint, the Prehound Flint rivalry was always nasty between <laughs> players, coaches, especially and, when fan, and, and fans. <laughs> especially when you meet each other 12, yeah, 12 14 yeah, years Yeah, but adults don't attack a child. You attack mm. another adult. You'll be surprised what I've seen. Yeah. Now, my, I started watching the flags were, were a part of it when, when I first got up here in 05, 06. Mm. So I started watching then. Um, I'm, I've been to the arena uh, some, you know, Sporadic times during that time, especially during the Prairie Flint games. So I'm not gonna lie, I've seen the ugliness, the really ugliness, especially yeah. when, the, especially when the when, when the flags changed to the Ice Hawks. So yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, Flint gonna be Flint. We're just called like that. I yeah. understand that. Well, it's like I remember the 2002-2003 season, the first season of the B games. It was like the Amira versus Port Huron series was. Questionable to be worse than Port Huron versus Flint, and that was before your time up here. So like, you can't say anything. But it's like it was. I don't so, know if you remember that series. I didn't go too many of the Viking games and so, all that. So, I was. I came more into, uh, what ice ice hawks. Ice hawks. Is when I started coming in. Right. I started helping Rick and Vicky with um, Boozer Club stuff, and um, after that, I got into the Silver Sticks and all that. Mm. So. Well, that poor hero. That Beacons versus Jackal series was. Yeah, and I, I wasn't too much. I, I, I always loved hockey. It's just um, mm. financially I couldn't do it. Right. At well, that time. Say, well, I'll put it like this. Let me ask, let me ask this real quick. Was the, was the Amara Porhiara series like the Detroit Colorado rivalry? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, that's it. <laughs> but you have to think though, they were both, both Elmira and Port Huron were owned by the same owner at the time. So we had that instilled rivalry. So, you gotta I mean, think. honestly, a rivalry, just because two guys own the same team, the rivalry. Well, if that comes down to, I want to be the bigger team. Mm -hmm. They would fight harder to be the best. I figured, I figured so, you would do that. So, so uh, your your boss, you're the best team. Yeah. I figured you would do that anyways because you want to be the bigger team in the league to begin with anyway. Yeah, but it'd no be matter worse. which the boss wants. It'd be kind of worse against the team that the, the owner owns both, you know, because it's just like you know our crosstown rival game having two high schools here, how hard they play and how how much they put into that game, you know, the two high schools. To watch you know, the fans come over and enjoy the whole show yes. football game. Well, that's yes. also so, why we put why the Prowlers also play harder against. Danville or Carolina. Exactly. No matter where we were in those standings, because yeah, we were both owned by Sauce. Owned by him, and we want to say, hey, we're your, your uh, mm. show. We, we, we're your favorite? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we wanna be, I mean, we're all we We want to be the favorite, favorite child. <laughs> Put it that way. We want to be that favorite child. <laughs> but, but no, that's stemming from the 2000s, so that's why we're always. He did rivals against Elmira. Yeah. And that'll always be instilled. Yes. Especially when you got Robbie Nichols, who goes way back in the Elmira history. So, that's... And that's another...
I forgot to add, Robbie Nichols, thank you for the updates for Johnny Wares. Yeah. And, you know, thank you for those updates and comments. And everybody know that he was okay. Granted, however, there was a small mention about, well, you got to write in all caps. <laughs> uh, he probably had a caps lock on at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all make that mistake when typing. You know, we get the shift key. But then we don't realize the lockdown. No, we hit the shift key. To the cap, you see where the shift key is. You see the caps lock key is. And you hit, yeah. You hit the yeah, caps lock reverse. How many of us yeah. have fat fingers that you know double yeah. tight? And, I mean, and look, look, at look at these boys. <laughs> boy, like at, at that point, you don't. When you're worrying about Johnny Ruiz, you don't care if it's cap locks or not. It's, no, I, exactly. I mean, so, so yeah. Thank you for those updates. We, yeah. we were all worried, especially the ones that weren't in the arena. Um, like me, I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? Is this going to be okay? <laughs> so, yeah, mm. I, I had to replay I had to replay the hit and seen the hit live, replay the hit a number of times mm. uh, to make sure that what transpired and uh, that what happened in was scary. Not going to lie, it was scary. Um, nobody else wants to, everything, we don't want to see that. All right. Um, what were we saying before? I know we done ran talked we done ran through the whole minute. Um, we was running though. Um but yeah, we've got we got four games before beforehand we got we have four games to run through. Mm -hmm. Whew Um Yeah, and we don't have much time. Right. So Let's so, all bear with us. Yeah, we're, we're not we're, um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize in advance for not running the whole continent of three weeks worth of hockey because y'all already know what happened about that. We are running the Elmira series only for the four games, two on the road, two at home. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's easier for us, it's a lot better for y'all. <laughs> yeah. So it's not four hours long. <laughs> yeah, because some of us still have to go home and cook a dinner. Yeah. Um anyways, talk about that though. Um glgshop.com for Great Lakes Gaming out here in Portland, Michigan, off Michigan Road. Um majorcrawlers.com for us. Um, get our merch, support us in any way you can. We want to support you guys. We love coming on every week to update you guys and interact with you guys. So we ask just for a little bit in return. Um, so thank you guys, and we'll see you right after these um, short messages. Great Lakes Gaming is just a step away for all of your cards and gaming needs. We have it all from Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, to video game tournaments like Street Fighter and Smash. Are you interested in D&D? Well, we got you covered there as well. Join us down the road on Michigan Road, just between Dove and Griswold Street and Port Huron for a whole lot of fun. We have a welcoming environment that is COVID safe and is cleaned regularly.
Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly it used to be called One News Weekly. Well, that was season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. We're going to give you more real-life situations to react to these news stories, and how you can love thy neighbor more. And I'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent, Kelly. And I hope you enjoy for the future episodes.
start heading into these um, recaps, so let's get started. All right, as y'all know, the Wednesday night massacre of the Prowlers happened. The massacre. Because exactly what it was, the massacre of the Prowlers mm-hmm. that happened. Reminds us of the first games. <laughs> right, that is game number one of the four game, four game ordeal in Amira. First game was in Amira, Prowlers lost 7 1. Um, the shots on goal was Amira, 21, for him around 10, the first period. Second period, Prowlers came back with a 19 14 shot win. And the third period, Amira, 17, um, 17, uh, uh, 14 with a third with a game total of Amira 52 shots on goal to 443. The three stars of that game first star, Troy Passingham. Um, one goal, one goal against average with a night, what a ninety-eight percent save percentage. Hold on, I'll get to that two stars in a minute. Hold on, I gotta get. And Rob back. Hello, your timing is perfect. I'm doing the uh, recap. Okay. Mary Reynolds, hi, how are you doing? Um, glad to have you in here. Okay, now, all right, now here we go. No, that's again. First start, pray passing him. One goal against with about a 98 save percentage. Uh, second star, Johnny Ruiz. One goal, one assist. Third star, Blake PV. One goal. The scoring summary for Tuesday night. Three goals in the first period, all by Amira, all even strength. First goal was at 2.46 from Carter Shinkert, from Brick DeCisco to Brick DeVrail and Martin Bryce. Second one was at 9.15 from Johnny, Johnny Ruiz from Brick DeVrail and Martin Bryce. Funny part about it is why the company never gives guys the assist a star in the game? I'll never understand that. <laughs> um, the third goal was at 17.08. Um, Alexis Gerard from Mitch Atkins and Tucker Brandon. There was one goal in the second period only. That was scored by Amira at the 1025 mark from Tyler Jurek from the Cisco to Glenn Patterson and Mitch Atkins. There were <coughs> excuse me, four goals in the third period. First one by Port Huron, the rest by Amira. The first one was a power play goal by in the 45 second mark of the third period by Dawson Young. No assist. The, then, then we have the power play goal by Elmira at 9.39, by, sco- scored by Glenn Patterson, with Cisco's to Mitch Atkins and Kyler Matthews. Then the 13.02, even strength, by for Myra that goes Blake Peavy, the Cisco's to Steve Leonard. And then finally, at um, 1958, uh, the scores for Amira, the Cisco to Troy Passingham and Johnny Ruiz. Um, the penalties are were light that game. Very, very light. Very even, too. Yeah. And yes, I do understand. Um, uh, oh, yeah. I, I thought I said Patterson. But I, I was right on that last one. Um, Passingham did get the assist. On Elmira's last goal. Okay. So yes, and you're right. Patterson is a player, but 
And what I'm saying for the three stars was they should have given the three stars to some of the assists, guys. Because I will tell you, um, Bryce, Garrell, and Atkins both had, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, Garrell, yeah, all right, Bryce, Garrell, and Atkins both had two assists. Why did why don't why did they do it to the goal scorer to the assist guy? That's all that's all I was saying. Um Atkins actually had three assists that night, so Okay, well either way go he should have been yeah. a star. But I guess because um passing him stopped. And I mean literally stopped. Forty two shots. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, he gets star number one. I I'm not taking that away from him. Alright. Penalties were life. Only one in the first period. <laughs> Larry Vartian. Vartian. Thank you. Bray Harm for interference. That's at 1841. Second period, there were two penalties. Two penalties. Alexis Gerard at 1320 for high sticking. Just a single minor, not the, not the double. And Mitch Atkins at 1949 for hooking. Basically, he went on 8 mile again. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was in the corner of uh, 24th of the period. I thought he was on Woodward, to be honest, truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Woodward got all of them out there, just saying. That <laughs> run from downtown Detroit to Pontiac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah, Greg Gra Gra ain't got that many, though. <laughs> I think Greg Gra ain't got that many. All right, all right, back on track. All right, here we go. Um, um, let's see. Third period, there were three penalties. First one at the 250 mark for Elmire, Mark Essery for slashing. He basically he batted somebody with a stick. Um, <laughs> then we got the two penalties by Port Huron. One at 602 by Matt Graham for unsportsmanlike conduct. And <clears throat> one at 804 for Sean Leonard for batting somebody with a stick. Slashing. Bat. Um, the official. There were no timeouts called in that game. Um, the linesman, the, the officials, the linesman referee are non-existent because you know they, they're the same guys anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, game started on game started on time. It said it didn't end until um one twenty four in the morning, but that. We all know that's the field because... If that was true, I'd already be sick. You were watching something else at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I probably would have been awake, but... <laughs> Alright. Well, we're going to go to, to, to Thursday Night Shootout. Or what I like to call... Shooting what, I, what I like to call the FPHL or TNT. Because that's exactly mm -hmm. what happened. Um, it, it was a very high-scoring game Thursday night. Yes. So let us run through it with the with the Prowlers losing eight to six, but I gotta admit I give them big props for coming back that third period. I I do. I give Elmira good props too. It was a good back and forth game. Excellent yeah. game. The main thing. Um, the, main, the main thing coming on make before I start for start the summary is that I walked away from my computer when it was five to two in the beginning of the third to go cook dinner. I come back to five five. I walk away. Elmira scored six five. I walk away again at six six. I come back on my score seven six and then put the put the ice in the cake. Mm, yeah. I said. Hey, you know, Lord, I now, 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 here's the funny. Here's the funny part about that. I said I should have stayed away from my computer. They probably would have won. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault, dude. <laughs> it is. I, I I would take full responsibility for Thursday night, but that's it. I'm good. <laughs> all right, let's go. This was literally a shooting gallery. Let's get started with the shots. All right, shots. 
Come go, first period, for Aaron had 18, and Myron 13. Second period, for Aaron had 19, and Myron 14. Third period, for Aaron had 21, and Myron 16, with a total for Aaron 58, and Myron 43. So, I, think, mm -hmm. I think that's the most for Aaron ever had this yeah. season so far. Yes. All right. Please. Okay. I was lying on it being a shooting gallery. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, exactly. The FHL and TNT. Um, <laughs> anyways, first star, Tyree Yurch, two goals and assists, three points. Second star, Brandon Tucker, two goals, three assists, five points. Why wouldn't he the first star? Explain that to me. I, we'll go there later. Um, <laughs> third, um, third star, Steve Leonard, one goal, two assists. Um, and Kelly, that's why I say you need to go to the bathroom a lot more. Because <laughs> that's when excitement picks up. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> you can watch it later. <laughs> All right, let's go to the scoring summary. There were one, two, three, four, five goals in the first period. Um, first goal scored even strength at 317 by Elmira. Bryce Martin from Steve Leonard and Carter Shakirik. Then for him, it's on the board at 726. For Thomas Muccinello, Muccinello, no assist. But no, it basically, he just did it by himself. Wasn't um, that the breakaway? That was the breakaway. Then 10 seconds later, at mm -hmm. 7.36, Amara answers back. Kyler Matthews from Steve Renner and Mark Essery. Then we have another Amara goal at 15.34, even strength. Steve Leonard from Gino Mini and Brandon Tucker. And I'll have to admit, even though it was an Omaier goal, this was a beauty of all beauties that he, that um, Gunning could not stop. And I, 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 Scott, sorry. <laughs> Scott could not stop this, and it was one of the true beauties that I'll give them credit for. Do not expect me to say that ever again. <laughs> yeah, probably say it again. Just want to admit to it. <laughs> anyway. Then the then we have a progress goal at sixteen twenty one. Um, Igor Kostu, you want to get that pronunciation? Kostukov. That's Igor. What? Rob. Okay. Constitute. Constitute. We'll just call him Igor. We'll make it easier. Igor. We'll call him Igor. <laughs> From Justin Portiller and Mike Moran. Second period, there were only two goals, both by Elmira. One at 11.46, Glenn Patterson from Brandon Tucker and Carter Shinkarek. Then at 15.52, Tyler Urick from Mitch Atkins and Brandon Tucker. And this is where the scoring summary really gets hectic. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven goals in the third period. And I gotta admit, Shootout at the OK Corral. Granted, we're not in San Antonio, we're in New York. So we can call it, um, we say Al Capone visited and came away. How's that sound? Mm -hmm. um, first three goals were by the Port Huron Prowlers. All even strength, starting at 542. Mike Moran from Justin Portillo, Portillo and Joseph Devane. Then at 920, Matt Graham, solo. No assist for nobody else. Then at 9.55, which is 35 seconds later, 
Dodging Jay from David Nippert. Then Amaya strikes back to an even game, 6-5, at 12-21. Brandon Tucker from Tyre York and Mitch Atkins. Then for Heron ties the game again at 13-15. Joseph Devaney from Michael Moran. Then, then Amaya takes the lead permanently at 14-21. Tyre York from Mitch Atkins and Jacob J.T. Walters. And then your famous empty net goal to seal the victory comes from Amira at 1946, Brandon Tucker, no assist. Whew! Yeah, that was, oh, that was, um, no, that was, oh yeah, and just to, just to put it in perspective, as I just got reminded, the night before the 7-1 victory by Amira was icing on a cake for the Hiller, for the Hiller Cup that Amira and Preham are going for. So, big ups to Amira for the Hiller Cup, and that's probably the only time you hear me say that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. All right, let's get to the penalties. First period, there was three penalties. Um, at 11.22, Taylor cutting for Amira for elbowing. Basically, he dropped the elbow off the top rope. Um, then that then it got two penalties at 1943. Um, Michael Moran for Frey Heron and Glenn Patterson for Amira, you know, doing the rough stuff. Basically, no good. Basically, it was a fight, not fight. Yes, basically. Then we had two penalties in the sec in the second period, both by Amira and both by the same guy. Um, for the same thing, you exactly for the same thing. <laughs> So we go one twenty four and seven fourteen. Gino Mini, both for staying on Woodward a bit too long. AKA hooking. Um. <laughs> then we've got third period three penalties. Well, then, well, actually, just just we we'll just call it uh, instigating fighting majors. Taylor Cutting and Joe Pace. Joe Pace got the instigating the fighting, and Cutting got the fighting only. So yeah, Joe won the fight that night. Not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. Joe gave his wish. That is true. And Joe didn't fight again. But Joe being Joe, that's what he did. Mm -hmm. All right. That's what he does. Right. We got a comment on the first two. Do we have a comment on the first two games before I go on for game three? I, I, I got one for the OK Corral. <laughs> I gotta admit, Ronnie, yeah, I should say it was my computer. But the parlors show why they're the comeback cats. Mm -hmm. They show why they're the comeback cats. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, besides, besides the Wednesday night debacle, that 7 1 debacle, where, you know, I don't know what happened. I guess Amira did cast a magic spell or something. <laughs> and, um, D &D. and uh, you know, he played, played Monster Reborn and did, you know, <laughs> Wait for hearing off the map. I'm not gonna lie. The Prowlers actually played good Thursday night. They played good enough. They should have won. I do believe there are a couple of posts that happened. You know, a couple of ring of dings that happened on Thursday night. Um, goalie's yeah. best friends. Yeah. yeah. The, the goalie, but the goalie should have took the goalie should have took the goalie into dinner that night because uh, yeah. probably should have won that game. <laughs> uh, they should have won that game. <laughs> I I remember at least five being that close from going in. So that's how high scoring it should have been. Right. We, <laughs> we, we should have we, we came through with like a 10-9 victory. 
Yes. But unfortunately, it has hockey. Kind of like the 11-9 Columbus game last year. <laughs> so many high-scoring games, I tell you. Oh. I loved every minute, but I'm gonna tell you the truth here. Um, and Ryan deserved the victory because they did come, they did swing, they did swing the last punch, and mm. they did swing the knockout blow. But unfortunately, you know, and Meyer fought, fought like uh, Evander Holyfield instead of Mike Tyson. Mm. Wednesday night was Mike Tyson, Thursday night was Evander Holyfield. And the good news is, when it, the good news is the next two nights they fought like Vanessa Lewis. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, boxing references, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Alright, I'll do a quick jump into Friday. I'll do a quick I'll do a quick jump on the Friday. What? Um uh, okay. Um I'll do a quick jump on Friday real quick. Friday nights at the McMoran Arena. The Prowlers put on a show for the home crowd. It's in the back of the home week last home weekend of the season. Um Horton takes the victory six to three that night on a lovely one again show. By um, Kurt Gunn, mm. his first night, first night back home after being on the road. Um, the shots on goal are for Heron fourteen, Amara seventeen in period one, and Meyer does the shooting again eighteen to eight against for Heron, and Amara does it again twenty to fifteen against for Heron with Amara winning the shot worth fifty five thirty seven. So we have a reverse. From Thursday night. Mm -hmm. The three stars are Matt Graham, two goals and assists, Cut Kurt Gutting, three goals against, and a 95% save percentage. Granted, if that last goal didn't go in, he would be first star. Mm -hmm. But because of Matt Graham's birthday, we'll let it slide here too. <laughs> <laughs> and third star is Justin Portillo with two assists. And we will stop there before the scoring summary because we barely have enough time to get into it. Um, so, before I go on and say this, happy birthday, Matt Graham. Yes, and, happy birthday, Matt. You know, happy you should have got a goal, you should have got a goal on your birthday. I'm just saying. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, you did, you, I'm sorry, you I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, you should have got a hatchet for your birthday. Um, but unfortunately, I'm glad you, you got three points, though, so yeah, congratulations. Um, however, I believe he got Cordy Howe hatchet. No, I'm wrong, he didn't. I tried to, I believe. Yeah, he tried to. <laughs> all right. Anyways. All right. At glgshop.com for all your gaming needs. Crayley's uh, Gaming out here in Port Huron. Um, for all current and previous episodes, and along with our um, merchandise, uh, go to MainStreetProllers.com. Um, if you want to see anything, contact us. Go, go through the email us. Tab, because um, we want to satisfy everyone. We want everyone happy. So, and even though we have no more home games, we want to go out in the community to see you guys. So, if you have anywhere that you want us to go, tell us to go, and we'll see you guys um, right after these uh, commercial breaks. Great Lakes Gaming is just a step away for all of your cards and gaming needs. 
We have it all from Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, to video game tournaments like Street Fighter and Smash. Are you interested in D&D? Well, we got you covered there as well. Join us down the road on Michigan Road, just between Dove and Griswold Street and Port Huron for a whole lot of fun. We have a welcoming environment that is COVID safe and is cleaned regularly. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Heron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. Well, not really. I got the beat. Oh, we wrestling tomorrow, guys. You're on wrestling. I can't believe I let myself get caught. Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly used to be called One News Weekly. Well, that was season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. We're going to give you more real-life situations to react to these news stories, and how you can love thy neighbor more. And I'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent, Kelly. Wherever you're listening to, uh, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whatever platform fits your fancy, just make sure you give us a subscribe and a follow and a share and whatever else you want to do. Make sure that you tell your friends about us. And I hope you enjoy for
And we're back. We lost our blood wrath. Just for a moment, he'll be back. <laughs> he'll be back shortly. Um, you know, he, you know, during breaks we go, we go get snacks and go get refueled. Mm. You know, the great services they have here at Great Ace Gaming, they treat us well, they treat us right. But you know, he got lost in the shuffle, probably got conversation about. Hey, there you go, right there. Back. <laughs> 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 you know, speaking of treating us well, treating us right. Um, you know. It, you know, he went down there to grab something real quick, and now he has made his triumphant return to the city square, <laughs> aka the podcast booth. <laughs> All right, so let's continue on for our uh, our Friday night, our Friday night game. Friday night front time. Your <laughs> Friday night front time. When I last stepped <laughs> off, you know, the score was six to three. We got the three stars. We got the sh- we had the shots on go. Um, now let's go to our shooting summary. I'm sorry, a scoring summary. Man, I am not Something here. like that, right? I am not here right now. <laughs> there are four goals in the first period. One by Almira, three, the next three by four Heron. The one by Almira is at 106, even strength. Alexis Gerard, with the assist goes to JT, Jacob JT Walters and Tyra Yurich. Um... Then we have the three goals by Fort Huron. One at 8.40. Matt Graham from Darcy Young and Justin Portillo. Then we have Tommy Muccinello at 13.23 from David Nippert and Sean Leonard. Then we have the 15.57 of Alex Johnson from Dawson J and Dustin Henning. All of them are even strengths. Then we have three goals in the second period. Uh, let's see, two by four here on one by Elmira. Um, first one at 1328, 1328, even strength. Yanni, I can't, I never been able to get this over. Liarcos. Liarcos from Thomas Muccinello and Kurt Gooding. So yeah, even our goal we got an assist. Um, Kurt, 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 Kurt. 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 All right, then at 1758. Even strength from Matt Graham from Justin Portillo, Portillo and Joseph Devaney. Dan Meyer scores at 10.52. Mark Esray from Glenn Patterson and Steve Leonard. Then at the third period, there were two goals. One at 7.03. Even strength, Elmira, Steve Leonard from Jacob J.T. Walters and Carter Shinkirik. And then finally, your favorite and mine, and anybody else in this room, and even Rob, the <laughs> empty net even strength goal at eighteen fifty-five, scored by our one of our favorite four-hundred product players. We say all our favorite, but this guy's spectacular. Dawson J. The assist by Matt Graham. Well, I gotta say something on that. That's not his favorite. His favorite is Federley. Okay, I said, uh, uh, I did say most of our favorites. I did say most of our favorites. I said they're all our favorites, but it's most of our favorites. Um, looking over the pedal at summary, though, Graham did get the Gordy Howe. Oh, you did? Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go with the greatest, the greatest penalty summary ever. Now, on that Gordy Howe thing, I gotta do something really quick. Alright. 
There you go. There you go. There you go, there you go guys. The Gordy Howe hat trick right there. <laughs> I had to do that, come on. <laughs> perfect setup, perfect setup. Adam's birthday too. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Three penalties in the first period. One at five for the three. Alex Johnson for being on eight mile. He wasn't no forward, just on eight mile. Um <laughs> hooking. Then we got two penalties at 18-16. Both for fighting. Mac Graham and Steve Leonard. Both threw down the gloves and had a fight out. But they call fighting anyways. Um, right in front of the benches as well. Right, right in front of the benches. Mm -hmm. Right, right in front of the players' benches. Then we've had what? What about? Okay, all right. Then we have a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten penalties in the second period. Oh, 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 oh. All right. First off. Uh, Myra at the one minute mark, the layer game. Tyler Tyler Yurick. Um then Mitch Atkins at 342 for high sticking. And Carson Carrick at 542 cross checking. And then we have Brian Parsons at 542 delay a game. Carter Carrick for fighting at 542. And Brian Parsons for throwing down the gloves and going and going for broke. So basically, we had a heavyweight, non-heavyweight fight. Okay, we fight on the ice. That's after the cross-checking, the high-sticking, and the leg game. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, then we have the penalty master on Finkel, Joe Pace Jr. at 839. Fucking. Um, Damn, 8 Mile. <laughs> I said Finkel, not 8 Mile. True. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go to a special place. I mean, he could have been on Mac too, but that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> could have put him on 24. Anyways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we get Justin Fertil at 1344 for roughing the double minor, which he could have caught a fight, but he didn't. Okay, cool. Whatever. Uh, then we got um, Sean Leonard at 1926 for roughing. And that's the second period. Penalty summary. The third period is a bit of a longer list because we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven penalties in the third period. And now, before I start the third period summary, I gotta ask: Why in the world does Freyhound commit so many penalties at home then they don't commit on the road? <laughs> I gotta ask for you, the referees. Let's go. <laughs> I have a question on that too. What's that? With so many penalties, and find a way to win. Well, yes. yes. But you right. gotta, find a way to win. Because you got to understand, Port Huron has always been a shorthanded team. Shorthanded specialist team. I mean, look at the leaders of the shorthanded goals. Right. So. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, we can't score. We can't score on power. I'm just saying that it's, <laughs> it's something you really don't really see all the time either. Mm. You know, when you're always shorthanded, a lot of teams lose. Right. You know. But you know, I, I get I, just, I give it up for Joe and the boys. I give it up for the boys. I do. Oh, I do. All right, let's start. Let's start, let's start this. Excuse me. At the twenty-four second mark, David Nippert for high sticking. Then we have the they finally got it right. The um, Taylor cutting at three fifty-five for Meyer. Too many guys on the ice. Um, then we have Igor at 451 for Mac. <laughs> Playing on Mac, hooking. Um, then we got 
Oh boy, a lot of penalties at the this 1234 mark. Incident, so. and, yeah, okay, the 1234 mark, which is, you write the Royals incident that transpired. Big Up says he's well. But we will start off with this one. We have the, the Nipper 1234 for charging. Then we have the Nipper 1234, the game was kind of, they went with that. The Nipper and Steve Renner fought, again, start, fought at the same time frame 1234. That, that was the order. Mm-hmm. That was called, and yes, the refs had to call it. We understand that the hit was clean, and we know the hit was clean. Unfortunately, though, the way the speed that Nipper went in would warranted the charging call. Yeah. And you know, and you with injury like that, yes, you have to call a you have to call it a game misconduct, and yes, the fighting occurred here. Still off your team. The plus side to all this though is that Nipper did reach out to Ruiz and made sure that he was all right. Right. Yes. So big up, so big ups for that as well. But you know, after that, we still had hockey to play. Yes. <laughs> so at 16, 13 in third period, Mark Essery for Elmira for high sticking. And then we have the three ponies at 919. Dalton Young for interference and Dalton Young and Tara Cutting for fighting. Mm. Um we um Elmira called the only out at 1.13 left to go in the game in the third period. The game lasted about three hours long. Started at 7.35 and ended at 10.20. Um, usually ends about 10 o'clock, but thanks to the Ruiz incident, it lasted longer because they had to call somebody out there for mm-hmm. them. Big ups to anybody who showed their love, support, and kindness yep. to a fallen player. That's a big ups to the sportsmanship world right there. And it's yeah. got as far as Highest NHL sending your support as well, so. Well, that's big. Yeah. That's big. Big, and, big. You know, especially after the Humboldt incident, shows how tightly knit the hockey community is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. We don't want injuries. Right. Right. All right. Let's go. Let's run through this real fast. Friday night showdown where Kurt Gunny finally got his star on the Walk of Fame. Problems win that game 3 nothing. Shots on goal was for Heron 13 and Marvel 10 in the first period. Second period for Heron 16 and Marvel 14. Third period for Heron 13 and Marvel 10. With for Heron winning the shot were 42 34. Your three stars are well deserved. First star, Kirk Gutting, shut out. 100%. No goals allowed. 100%. He stopped all 34 shots that night. Second star, Matt Graham, one goal, one assist. Third star, Dawson J, one goal, one assist. Your scoring summary, the scoring summary is light because all these goals are by Fort Huron. Uh, first goal was first period, 117, even strength, Matt Graham from Dawson J and Brian Parsons. And your other two goals scored in the third period, one at 842. Michael Moran from Justin Porcello and Joseph Devaney. And 1342, Dalton J from Matt and Dustin Henney. The penalty sheet is kind of light for this game, which is surprisingly because we figured it'd be more of a backlash game from what happened Friday night. But no, they play the boys play like boys and the man play like men. Um penalty sheet goes like this. First period, two penalties, vote by Fort Huron. Matter of fact, they might have went on a 5-on-3. Um, 
First one was at 609, Sean Leonard for interference. And then 653, Alex Johnson for the later game. Which for Heron killed masterfully on that five on three. Mm-hmm. Second period, only one. You know who it is. We all know him. We all love him. Joe Jr. for interference at 1838 in the second period. <laughs> Third period got a chippy. Third period got a little chippy, as Chris has said. So we're going to go 503. For Heron, for Sean Little get a high sticking minor. Then we got 941, Steve Renner for Elmira interference. Then we have 1021, Justin Portello for Heron for interference. Then we have four penalties of the 1933. And that's this is the chippiness of it all. Um, Portello gets called for the instigated in fighting and the game misconduct. And Essery gets called for just the fighting maybe. And from that and from that note, Portello, not to mention, never got suspended for two games for that hit on, on um, two games for that hit on um, Ruiz, which is warranted and fine. I'm cool I'm with that. Not a, 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 I'm, not, I'm not arguing that one. This is where this is where the argument portrays itself. Portillo gets called for the game of conduct and suspended for the next game. Now, granted by FPHL standards. If two guys fight at within five minutes left, shouldn't they both get suspended for one game? That's what the rules say, but... Um, and also the fact that it was not Portillo who did the instigating. It was S-Ray with two head checks, and he was constantly cross-checking Portillo. He was the one that doing the doing the instigating. Okay. Now, I will read you to what they said, and this is, this is what... Quoted in the league as of Sunday, yesterday. Um, for here, okay, Sunday, the, the Federal Prospects Hockey League on Sunday have announced the following suspensions. For here, apologies for Tittle. For here, apologies for Tittle has been suspended one game as a result of his actions in the FPHL game 40 MR at For here on Saturday, April 10th. Portillo was assessed a game misconduct. Under Rule 46.12, fighting category for instigating the fight in the final five minutes of regulation. Portillo will be eligible to return to the team Saturday, April 17th. Um, granted, as much as I agree with Rule 46.12, there's still the rule that stays both guys fall within the final five minutes of the game. Mm. Now, granted, if you didn't call it Friday night, if I could pull up fighting out again. Yeah, they didn't, they, they, they tried. Put, there was a fight with the last 30, 30 right, some seconds. Right, and they didn't get suspended then. Neither of them. So why wouldn't you give the excuse to calling it now? And why not suspend both guys? And I'm not saying Portillo doesn't warrant to suspend. I'm not saying that he doesn't. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking right. that away from him. I'm not taking that away from him. Why not suspend both guys, though? Yes. That's the, one, that's the, that's the problem I have with it. That's, and on that too, though, it's like when you got so many body slams from the Elmira enforcers during that third period, Glenn Patterson and Estray should have been suspended automatically. Especially the, especially the cross-check and to the post. Yes. The cross-check into the post. That was, that, I, I know you feel, you, 
One of the plays wasn't well after the whistleblower guy was just standing there well, and got knocked right. down. Like a good minute, two minutes. Yeah, Alex Johnson was on ice for a little bit. Alex Johnson you know, the whistle blew, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he no, I knew it was his head hit against the ice. Like, yeah, slammed him down in the ice. I, I, I mean, so, but he is still a suspension. If you run through And no penalty is called on that if, one. If, no. if, you, if you run through the tape, you need to. If you like, you watch the game and saw the suspension, you need to run through the tape and give some other people some suspension. So, I, okay, the uh, the fight night one between Cutting and Young, that's that's part of the rule base about if you fight within five minutes or third period, that's warrant automatic suspension. Granted, I know there have been more teams done it, and the league has let a lot of things go. I I appreciate them for that only because of the type of season that we've had. But if you're going to go through the rule book on Portillo, shouldn't you go through the rule book on anybody else? It just yeah. proves that they love their New York teams better. That's, you can't even argue with that one. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not going to argue with it, but like yeah. I said, you should just... Uh, and, 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 I've said this before, and I've said this before. I mean, if you're going to call it down the road, call it down the road. Just don't call spade and spade no, and, and give the hearts and give... And don't just call spade and spade. And give your and give the heart a chance to be hard again, you know. Yeah. Roll with it, you know. Like it's like you're playing spades. You can, you know, spades are your trump card, which is fine. But you got the big joker, the little joker, which is sometimes the two hearts and the two of clubs. The two of hearts is the big joker. If you're gonna if you're gonna call to your ace of spades, call it to your big joker as well. You know, I mean, honestly, that's it's as simple as that. Yes, <laughs> it is. It, 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 it's frustrating as a fan. Not ready. Even, even, even some, I'm not saying that some of my friends didn't love to suspension. And, and, that, and that's one of the things that we keep saying too, also. It's not the teams we're playing. It's the officiating. Mm. It, you know, it's not the team that you're playing's fault that the rules aren't being enforced. As you no, know they can get away with it, so they're going to do it. Right. Right. Nothing against Elmira because they love playing them. Right. And they're well, good That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not the teams. It's, it's, it's the officiating. It's officiating. It's officiating. Start cracking down on stuff. They know they're not going to get away with it, so they're not going to do it. You know, like you like you said, if you know you can get away with it, why not try? It? Right. Um, that's that's the part that really got a hold of me. The only good part about that third period is when they called a no goal where it should have. And I'm surprised because Elmira <laughs> announcer agreed with the no call, the no, the call of the no goal at the very end of the game. Yes. So that's actually a really good thing. I thought play. it hit the post, to be honest, which I it thought did. it was supposed to say it out. And, but you know, all the Myra people are saying it's a goal, so. <laughs> but. <sighs> either way, that's, that was a really good call, and nice to have the backup of, of the announcers and their team. Yeah. So. Um, that's another takeaway from this season. Scott and Zach, the announcing team from down in Columbus, they've been really unbiased this year. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. They're normally unbiased, but especially in this season where it's been trained, they've been really, really unbiased. And they <laughs> literally call it right from the middle. So. And unfortunately, they get some slack for it from their own fans because they get mad. The fans get mad. Because but yeah. It's right. a sport. You gotta, you, you know, gotta be critical. You gotta roll with it. Sometimes you do what you gotta do. You know, we, you know, we had a fan, you know, giving us dirty looks uh, Friday. No, 
No, that I did find out that was because the guy that made that last comment when the other guy got hurt the one night made a comment that night, and they were mad about it. They weren't mad at us because we actually went down and talked to them, and they weren't mad at us. It was actually that same fan that started crap the last time. And talk about that too. When a player gets hurt, no, no one should be making comments. Yes, like that. nobody should be disrespectful if a no. player gets hurt. Nobody, especially down the ice like that. Now I can see, uh, I can see just some instances that happen. But if he's down there for a long period of time and he's not getting up, yeah, and he's not moving around. I can see you take a dive, but if he's not getting up, not moving around, then it becomes a. It, it takes the it takes the fan fan against the team to be a fan for the team and for the hockey industry mm -hmm. as a man. Right, itself. exactly. Mm -hmm. So I mean. You know, I'm, like I said, I always say, I love hockey. I don't want to see nobody get majorly hurt. Exactly. I want to see them be able to play. Right. Yeah, same here. But, so, so we can boo them again, but that's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have the officiating from Friday night go to shit to, on Saturday night, that's where you need to start. Okay. Because there was a lot of head checks on both sides. Yes. On, Saturday night, yes. and that's what I'm not okay with. Right. Is that you see, you saw Friday night, so why call it more even? Why don't you call this crap? Yeah, but well, we can get in that discussion a little bit. Yeah, we got a few more minutes. Okay, so how about segment, okay. but so, so we are live at Great Ace Gaming. The website is gogshop.com. You can support us too as well at mainstreetparlor.com. Come on in, look at the merch, buy what you buy what you like. You know, support the stream. Um, if you want to come visit us, we are at 1632 yep. Michigan Road in Prehan Township, Michigan. So we are between Griswold Road and Dove Road. So yes, down the street from the bus garage. If you live here, you know where you know where we're at. Um, come down, check us out. Um, until then, you know, support us, support the stream, buy the merch, support us. Anytime you want to communicate with us while we're on the street, give us a holler, give us a handshake, give us a high five, um, roll with it. Uh, we'll be we love to conversate and chat with you guys. But until then, we will be right back after these commercial breaks. Great Lakes Gaming is just a step away for all of your cards and gaming needs. We have it all from Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering to video game tournaments like Street Fighter and Smash. Are you interested in D&D? Well, we got you covered there as well. Join us down the road on Michigan Road, just between Dove and Griswold Street and Port Huron for a whole lot of fun. We have a welcoming environment that is COVID safe and is cleaned regularly.
Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. Well, not really. I got the beat. Oh, leak wrestling tomorrow, guys. I can't believe I let myself get caught. Oh, I Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly it used to be called One News Weekly. Well, that was season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. We're going to give you more real-life situations to react to these news stories, and how you can love thy neighbor more. And I'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent, Kelly. Wherever you're listening to, uh, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whatever platform suits your fancy, just make sure you give us a subscribe and a follow and a share and whatever else you want to do. Make sure that you tell your friends about us. And I hope you enjoy for the future episodes.
And we're back for our final segment, guys. Um, let's, let's just get to it. Uh, um, predictions for the final weekend of the season. Man, I don't believe it's actually got here so fast. I know. This right? nice little young... This, I know, it's just starting now, it's about in. Alright, let's start with the three-game weekend series in Columbus, Georgia at the Civic Center, a.k.a. Scott's brand home of business. Waffle mm-hmm. House? I mean, what? He's going to get you with that one. Anyway. <laughs> huh? First of all, predict a nice game. Support Harold Parlors on the road against the Columbus River Dragons. Mr. Rob, you may start first. Uh, Friday night? Yes. I say 2-1 uh, Friday night with a fight. Uh, he's calling 2-1 for a fight. I'm doing that. Rob? Uh, Saturday night, too? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris asked you, is it going to be internet go for Friday? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Damn it. All right. I say three to two, Port Huron. Empty nets by Scott Brand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that bad. <laughs> okay. Justin. Um, three two. All right. I'll go. Um... Give me a 4-2 Prowlers victory. I think Gooding probably won't play in Friday night's game because if he's just so stellar, he's going to need a break there. So I believe mm-hmm. he, I believe Blake Scott will play. But I think Blake Scott has finally got back to form. Granted, the season's not long enough. Mm-hmm. But give me a 4-2 Prowlers victory. Um, I'm going to go for a 5-3 win um, with a fight between Scott and Zach. <laughs> Scott fighting Zach. Okay. <laughs> Don't they argue back and forth already? Yes, exactly. They argue. They, no, they have a certain disagreement. <laughs> I Saturday night, same place, Civic Center, Columbus, Georgia. Same two teams. Prowlers in, Prowlers in Columbus. Now, granted, the start time is now six thirty-five for everybody who wants to miss the club after the game. So we'll start with Rob first. What you got for Saturday night? Saturday night, I say uh, four, four to us. It's going to be a Saturday night fight night. Ah, Ooh. disco. All right. Damon. Damon. <laughs> Not Damon. Damon. That's all right, Damon. Sorry. All right. Um, four, four to, I agree. Um, with Zach actually going on his promise to Scott and muting his mic. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Justin! 4-2 us. And I see a goalie fight. I... Okay, since you're seeing that, which two goalies are starting? Scott and... Uh, Who's on the other team? Uh, you got Brentwood. Troy Passingham. No, 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 no. We're not playing. We're not playing. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Jared Rutledge. Uh huh. Um, Jacob Caffrey. Uh huh. Rutledge. Ooh, that's a known fighter. <laughs> I, I would almost say goalie fight, but I would say there'll be a fight. 
like I said, Friday Night Disco. Um, <laughs> but I think that actually, if Caffrey plays, and this is one of these two games will be for the Columbus playoff flyers. So I believe Caffrey will get denied Saturday. And I believe, and you're going to shoot me for this one, Columbus 43. Ooh. What if, what if Saturday Night Disco? Yes. Um, no, it's a six thirty five foot drop. Oh, that's okay. So I <laughs> So it's me now. Yes. That's um I'm gonna continue the fighting. Um, but it's gonna be a fight between fans because you're gonna have a random Carolina fan show up and they hate each other, so <laughs> um and it's gonna be a four three win for Columbus. So Alright, right. now we gotta go to the final game of the season. Same place, same two teams, but they are the last game scheduled for Sunday at 5.45. So basically there is no sex scheduling as of right now. Um what is your score for Sunday afternoon? Right. I say it's gonna be five four overtime shootout. Ooh. The way to end the season. Dang, dang. I'm going to agree on a shootout, but I'm going to say 3-4. Three, three, Us, you know, we're going to win. It's going to be a little bit lower score than what he said. Uh, closer game. All right. With the, my line brawl. Mm. Justin. Yes, he said line brawl. First, <laughs> 3-2 uh, shootout. With extra rounds. Wow. Wow. I you, you, you know, you know, Scott would love you guys. I'm not gonna lie, Scott Brown <laughs> would love you guys right now. He loves hockey that much. Matter of fact, he advertised. He did the great advertisements for to say when the problem's done at last. You know, the people in Michigan need to come down there and uh do, do and um and uh, watch some hockey. You know, great, great, that'd be another great road trip. Yeah. A, a, AKA bring your money. <laughs> I give that for you, Scott. You create a great advertisement, advertising community. Now, as for me in this thing, because in the records, everybody, you've gotten holy first because you went to church. Um, then you got to go to a hockey game and you have to repent for your sins later. <laughs> yes. So, so I agree with, I agree with both these two. I agree with Justin more though. But the score is going to be a 5 of 4 Prowlers victory going to a shootout. <laughs> yes, Kelly, definite road trip. Georgia. Prepare yourself to warm weather. Uh, <laughs> very good. Uh, 5 4, definitely extra round shootout. And the two goalies are in that will be Caffrey and Gunning. I guess this is the final prediction of the season, guys. Yes. I'm, a, I'm kind of sad about it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, you got no choice, man. Uh, I mean, we can predict. We can. We, we have one more prediction we can do, but next week, unfortunately, it's not with. It's not with the Fowlers, but you know. Right. But, but what you got for the Fowlers? This is the last one we got. So go ahead. Yeah, this is the last final prediction. Uh, for us. Guys. I, it's gonna be a three-two shootout win. And. I don't think there's going to be any fights because Columbus is still fighting for their playoff hopes. So they're fighting for their playoff lives. 
So they're going to try to not be suspended at all. So, that's... Well, at, to, 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 to end the show off, I'm just going to say that, say that, um, to, um, this is my personal to Mr. Scott Brand and the people in Columbus. Um, when we come down there, um, I expect you to put us in a hotel room, give to us, to find a hotel, put us there. Um, room service is a must. Room service is a must, for sure. No doubt there. Um, we want tickets to the game. Matter of fact, we want tickets to press boxing. We want you to interview us. Yes. We want you to interview us. If you Come can't, on, if, if you can't, if you can't do the hotel or the room service or the tickets to the game, well, at least give us tickets to the game and you will interview us. Yes. We would love to come down here. I mean, you, you got us. We we already interviewed you twice, so might as well. <laughs> right. You got to return the favor. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we we'll give you our history too. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, that is our show for this evening. See you next week. We'll see you Bye next guys. week. You know, stay out of trouble, stay safe. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>